The Muster Financial segment brought to you by Craig's Investment Partners, Gore. This information is general in nature and is not financial advice. Craig's Investment Partners Limited financial advice provider disclosure statement can be found at craigsip.com slash TCS. Sam Grant from Craig's Investment Partners here on Main Street and Gore joins us every couple of weeks. Good afternoon, Sam. Afternoon, Andy. How are you? Going pretty good, thank you. As we look at the season on farm and the more people I'm speaking to, especially in Southland, over the last couple of weeks trying to figure out what they're going to do with all this tucker. They need to put grass on the share market at the moment. Yeah, yeah, no, there's definitely uh, be plenty of suppliers for that, I think. Um, yeah, you know, probably hasn't been the nice, warm, hot summer down here in Southland, but I think, you know, plenty of rain, good, steady temperatures. Um, yeah, been plenty of grass growth out there. I definitely know I've had to mow my lawn a lot this summer, so... Yeah, somebody call it a farmer's summer, which is actually a good way to surmise it. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's a pretty accurate description, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, it's not so great if you want to sit outside in the sun, but great if you're trying to grow grass. What is a positive as well, another GDT rise happened last week on the basis of four previous rises too, so everything's looking pretty good for dairy at the moment, you think it's fair to say? Yeah, and it's, I think it's nice to see these steady rises instead of some of that more volatile stuff we've seen over the last 12 months. We've been big swings either way. Um, you know, like you said, I think there's about five or six in a row now trending in the right direction. Uh, yeah, it's sort of looking like um, season will hopefully, obviously, you know, we had quite a few drops from Fonterra and the milk payout, probably looking at the higher end of the current payout scale at the moment, which would be nice for our dairy farmers. Um, yeah, particularly as uh, red meat prices seem to be really battling this season. Realistically, the payout's going to go over $8, isn't it, given if there is a couple more rises? Yeah, I, I would I would be um, not surprised if we saw that. And, you know, I think they tend to say on a national average, 8 bucks is about the break-even point on average for the dairy industry. So, uh, yeah, it'd be great to see it start to creep over that midpoint. The OCR decision this afternoon at 2 o'clock, they're coming out regarding what's happening there, the Reserve Bank. What are we thinking? Yeah, so um, quite an interesting one, this one. Uh, sort of if you go back to December, it was all sort of all the news uh, going into 2024 was that it was all going to be uh, no more uh, rises in the OCR and it was all going to be interest rate cuts in 2024 if there's ever going to be any decision. So their current OCR has remained unchanged since May at 5.5%. Um, but what we're sort of seeing is uh, sort of some data's come out for the end of December is that inflation in New Zealand is sort of stubbornly high still um, and sort of potentially looking at, I think, about a 28% chance of a increase this time this afternoon or um, probably a 62% chance in May, sort of quickly flipped from looking at cuts to potentially looking at increase. So be interesting to see what the Reserve Bank comes out with. And with this OCR decision, they also have their monetary policy statement update, which will generally gives um, a bit more colour around where the Reserve Bank is sitting and what they're thinking going forward and probably give some indication around whether they uh, plan or whether they expect they'll have to do some interest rate rises later in the year. So we'll probably get a much clearer picture by the end of today. Just explain in a bit of detail, Sam, the monetary policy update, how that works. Yeah, so generally the Reserve Bank will uh, have a lot of stats around, you know, sort of inflation, um, but also they'll give a bit of an outlook of where they think uh, things are going. So if they sort of think inflation has peaked or whether it might 
continue to rise, um, things around uh, their sort of indication. So around most OCR-based decisions, they just normally just come out and say whether they're going to rise or decrease it, but with a policy statement, they generally say things around, like, we expect um, we'll probably have to do a rate increase in May, um, maybe another one later in the year or something like that. So they provide a little bit more forecasting, I guess, which... Um, yeah, I suppose it provides us with a lot more sort of uh, certainty around what the Reserve Bank's thinking because at the moment it's sort of been a bit of a guessing game between the last one they've done just before December to now. From your angle, Sam, what would you like to see? Uh, what would I like to see? Uh, probably, you know, I think generally you'd like to see interest rates to start coming down as a general theme, but obviously if inflation's high, um, that's just not realistic because uh, I suppose the last thing we want to see is inflation getting up to where it was last year. And I think that would, you know that is the priority is getting inflation under control. And if that does require an interest rate hike, then um, yeah, I guess that's probably the best course of action, unfortunately. Uh, but I think what you do get from the Reserve Bank as well is they'll tend to, you know, they'll say, look, there's a good chance we'll put interest rates up in May. And then that sort of um, rhetoric gets out there and people sort of, Starts depending like interest rates are going to be going up, and sometimes that even sort of uh, curtails that inflation um, without actually having to do any um, interest rate rising. Because if people think it's coming, they tend to react like it's already there. ANZ Business Confidence Survey due out tomorrow. What are we thinking? Yeah, so January was um, a really interesting one with uh, business confidence at the highest point since July 2014. So that's almost 10 years. Uh, but obviously back in January um, a lot of those survey uh, respondents would have sort of come in sort of early in January um, which would have shown you know that was back when sort of that sort of going back to inflation and OCR when thinking was it we're probably past peak inflation and past peak interest rates and we'd start seeing some cuts so it'd be quite interesting to see uh, whether some of that rhetoric around um, some potential hikes instead of cuts later in the year uh, has flowed through to business confidence because I think a big drive of what was making business confidence look so good was most people sort of thinking the worst has probably passed us. Um, and yes, it'd be quite interesting to see how that sort of flows through now. I suppose with business confidence as well, all this talk about shipping lines being affected at the moment for various reasons, do you think this will come into the equation? Absolutely, yeah. No, massively, I think. Um, and, you know, even looking at, I think, at the last business conference survey, they were asking respondents whether they think they'd have to put their prices up, and I think 66% still expected they'd have to put their prices up. So, um, And I imagine with increased freighting charges due to those shipping disruptions, that will probably be even potentially, or has the potential to be even higher this time around. Sam, if somebody wants to get in touch with the team at Craig's Investment Partners here in Gore, the best way to do it? Uh, yep. Either visit us at craigsip.com, give us a call on 2090 or just pop into our office at 120 Main Street in Gore. Sam Grant, always great to chat. Excellent, appreciate it, Andy. Sam Grant, Craig's Investment Partners here in Gore. This is The Muster, Wednesday afternoon. Up next from Mallet McLean here in Gore, Kylie Fiskin.